Hey guys, it's your girl Brie. Welcome to my podcast. It's black and white. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I encourage you to go back and listen to the trailer for a better understanding of what this podcast is about. But right now I'm going to get into this word. I first wanted to say, um, Ask God for confirmation and ask God if this word is for you because every marriage is different. Every situation is different. So I don't want you to like take what I'm saying and be like, oh, okay, this this is me. Okay, we have to make sure we always double check. I do the same. It doesn't matter if it's on a podcast, on a YouTube or your pastor. You know what I mean? Even if someone specifically says like God said X, Y and Z. It should be confirmation. And if it isn't, then you go to God and ask for confirmation. And he knows how to uh, show you that if it was a word for you or not. Okay, so let's jump right in. Uh, Marriage is a a ministry. So um, I'm going to be reading out of 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verses 13, 14 and 16. So I'll put that down in the description box below. Um, I did want to first say that uh, if you're in a similar situation, right? For me, I've been in a very frustrating time, a frustrating season with my husband. And I wasn't exactly sure what this was about. So let me just put it like this. I've been wanting to leave my husband. I've been wanting to leave him for about a year, a year and a half. Like, it's been so tempting. And every single time that I get into the process of doing it, a door will close, right? And so I was like, God, like, the more... Okay, this is what it was, guys. The more that I bow to God, the more that I surrendered to God, the more that I prayed and fast, whatever, right? The more chaos was coming towards me the more uh, difficult it seemed like my marriage was like it was like we weren't flowing like we used to and I'm like god this isn't making sense I felt like he wasn't supposed to be my husband I made a mistake all of that okay and so I was like god like like what is this about because this sucks and then this is the word that he gave me okay so like I said it's first corinthians chapter seven uh, verses 13, 14, and 16. So I'm going to go ahead and read that. Um, if you guys, I'll, I'll just go ahead and read it. And it says, if a Christian woman has a husband who is not a believer and he is willing to continue to live with her, she must not leave him. For the Christian wife brings holiness to her marriage and the Christian husband brings holiness to his marriage. Otherwise, your children will not be holy. But now they are holy. Then I'm going to go down to verse 16. And it says, don't you wives realize that your husbands husbands might be saved because of you? And don't you husbands realize that your wives might be saved because of you? Okay. So this isn't the first time that I read that scripture. Okay. But when I first read it, I don't know, whenever I used to read it, I thought that that word only applied for people who fell in love with somebody who just did not believe that Jesus was Lord and Savior or someone who uh, fell in love with someone who just doesn't believe in God, period, okay? But God has shown me that it's not just that. 
this word applies to even us for people who are in Christian marriages, okay? But your spouse is not behaving like a believer. Now, I'm going to leave a link down uh, below as well because I made a YouTube video about Christians who just call themselves Christians and don't follow um, Christ. Like you don't, they don't live a lifestyle that reflects Christ. Okay. And God showed me it is the same thing for someone who calls themselves a believer, but they don't follow what God says. You don't believe God's word because you're not doing it. It's really that simple. It's black and white. Okay. There's no riddles. There's nothing like either you believe in God or you don't either you live by God's word or you don't. We don't get to pick what parts we like or what parts um, benefits us. We have to do it all. Okay. And so, um, an example would be, so if you have a spouse that's constantly cheating on you, constantly abusing you, constantly lying, okay, they and they don't repent, they don't change, they don't they don't try to do anything that they know they should do, okay? And that also it could get very sticky because I know that there are people who can just pray. They'll do something wrong and just pray and think that God's grace covers it all. But listen, I'm, I don't want to get into that too much. But if you want to understand more, again, I encourage you to just check that video out, okay? But I wanted to say, um, early in my, uh, I don't know, my first year of marriage, it was terrible, okay? So long story short, where I was in my Christianity is nowhere where I am now. And so I was not. I will be the one to say I was not being a believer, okay? I was like a non-believing spouse because whenever my husband would make me upset without fail, I would cuss him out. I would throw stuff at him so I would get physically abusive. I would slander his name. I would call any and everybody, whoever was willing to listen, to vent and not just vent, literally tear my husband down tear his image down because I was just so angry at him and I felt like that's all that I had but the reason why I was not being a a believer is because God tells me or God's word says that we are supposed to honor our husbands we are supposed to honor our husbands and I was not doing that I was doing the complete opposite you know, and God doesn't say only if your husband respects you, only if your husband's nice to you, are you to do that. That's not what the Bible says. I should have, you guys, I should have found that scripture. I didn't, I didn't even put it in my notes. So I apologize for that. But you guys can Google that and you'll see that we are supposed to honor our husbands. And it's the same for men. Men are supposed to love um the women like or one love their wives the way Christ loves the church. So it goes both ways. It's not just us women or if if you're a male, it's not just you guys. It's not just the head that has to, you know, surrender to what God says and what it feels like, right? Just suffer. It's not like that. It goes both ways, okay? But like I was saying, I was not being a believer at all. So if you have a spouse who is just not a believer, God is telling us to stay. Okay, hold on. Yes, 
God is calling you to be the one to minister to your spouse. He is using you because you are the one who said yes. All right. In a marriage, we constantly change, hopefully for the good. I can say for me, I'm nothing like how I used to be. And um, because of that, it's been causing a lot of friction in our marriage, right? It's almost like it honestly, to be real, it just feels like we're kind of unequally yoked in certain areas, okay? There's certain things that I don't do anymore, certain things I don't say anymore, some certain things that I don't find fun anymore. I'm just different. And because of that, it's been a lot of uh, frustrating moments, okay? But this is a perfect opportunity, you know, for us to see God's hand move. God doesn't want us to just leave. God doesn't want us to just give up. You know, because he has a promise for us. There's something behind all of this, okay? God is calling us, and it says that in the word, to be holy. He's calling us to bring holiness into our households. Uh, Let me see. Okay, so I have uh, some other scriptures. I forgot that other one. So um, Colossians 3, verses 24, uh, verses 23 to 23 through 24 it says whatever you do work at it with your heart as working for the lord not for human masters since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the lord as a reward it is the lord christ you are serving so when things get bad in your marriage when it feels okay let me speak for me sometimes my husband just just really gets under my skin I have to remember that I am serving God. I'm not serving my husband. Like in that moment. Because if I just stay in my flesh, if I stay in my emotions, I'm not cooking. I'm not making his dinner. I'm not washing his clothes. I'm not anointing him. I'm not saying I love you. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to give him the cold shoulder. I'm going to give him the silent treatment if I was in my flesh. But God is telling us to remember we're doing it for him. We're doing it for him, not exactly your husband. So don't think that you're like bowing to your husband exactly, but you're bowing to God or even your wife. Okay, this could go both ways, but you're doing it for the Lord. Um, Proverbs, this is my favorite, favorite verse. Proverbs 23 verse 18 says, you will be rewarded for this. Your hope will not be disappointed. That means every single time that you say no to yourself and yes to God, he is going to bless you for that. Although we should not just do things because we want to receive something. The point that I'm making is we know that there's a reason for why we're doing it. Okay, it's when God blesses us, it's because he, he's happy. It's like, well, or not happy. Um, it's a reward of like, well done. You understand what I'm saying? It's not exactly a trade. Um, when my kids work hard in school, I treat them. Okay, just because it's like, you know what? You did good. You deserve this. So that's pretty much what God is is doing for us. It's more of like a reward. I, I want us to not really see it as a trade, but just know like he sees and we're making him proud, right? We're making him proud and it's, we won't be disappointed. Like all of this is not for nothing. I really needed that word because I told you guys earlier, like I felt like, or I don't know if I said it, 
I felt like, what is the point? What is the point of being a woman of God to someone who doesn't even appreciate it? What is the point of being a woman of God to someone who's just going to, not exactly, right? But spit in my face. Like, we are going in this unending circle. Like, it's just we keep going in circles and circles and circles and circles. We just, like, it was just, why, God? Why? God said, because I need you. Okay? Um, And this is the message version. So this is like, what from what I was told, the message is like a watered down version of like all the versions of the, versions of the Bible. And for uh, verse 16 of 1 Corinthians chapter 7, it says, You never know, wife, that the way you handle this might bring your husband not only back to you, but back to God. You never know, husband, the way you handle this might bring your wife not only back to you, but back to God. So there is, this is a ministry this is for a reason. This is for salvation. So God literally told me like, I have to want my husband's salvation more than I want to be right. That was like the hardest pill, one of the hardest pills for me to swallow. Like get myself out of the way. So I say the same to you guys. Get yourself out of the way and think about the bigger picture. Think about the mission. Think about the calling, what God is wanting you to do. He sees that you are fit. And honestly, it's like a compliment almost, right? When God's like, yeah, I want to use you to fulfill my purpose. It's like, oh, wow, God, me? Little old me? <laughs> broken down me you know like God's like yeah I see God sees something sees something in us that we don't even see because I you guys I don't understand I still don't understand what God is I mean I see what he's saying but I'm like God this doesn't seem like it's working is literally you guys like I promise you I get the opposite if I press if I pray when I fast when I do everything that the Bible tells us to do I still get the opposite. I'm like, wait a minute. When I was like raggedy old Brie, cussing like a storm, disrespecting him, I seemed like I was loved more. Where here is like, I- I'm trying not to argue. I'm trying to be a peacemaker. I'm trying to, even though he knows I'm upset, I'm still going to lay your clothes out. I'm still going to pray for you. I'm still going to come at you the way Jesus in this. And then you still treat me like, like, what? Like, this isn't, it's not one plus one equals two. Like, I just didn't understand it. But the point is, is that God sees it and God is moving behind the scenes, okay? Um, so let me see, uh... Oh, yeah, I wanted to mention, as you guys know, I just went on a little rant. (laughs) So basically, it can get frustrating, but we have to keep pushing. Again, you guys, we said yes to God and we decided to be obedient. So this means, again, you know, we get our feelings out of the way and we allow God to use us to be a willing vessel for his kingdom and for our, our kids, You know what I mean? Our kids learn so much more by what we do versus what we say. And I've learned that (laughs) the hard way. 
You know, our kids are always watching, whether they say it or not. They they're always watching and they feel the energy. They feel they feel everything. They're not dumb. They're not blinded. They don't it's not that they don't see. They pick up on everything, okay? So this is also a lesson for them. And that's why God says, Our kids, your children will be holy. Your children, this is some an example for your children as well. So uh yeah so honestly it's extremely difficult uh for me i'll say and i still don't always get it right i'm not perfect i still haven't mastered this yet because like i said the more that i do for god the more like attacks seems like it's happening and i know that it's not my actual husband i understand you know we wrestle not against flesh and blood so it's not your spouse it's not the person you're looking at is literally the enemy who's coming against you okay um but yes god wants you to just keep it real we all like in those moments when you're frustrated, when you feel like you can't complete this task, you can't complete this mission that he has you on. We got to go to God. I always go to God and I keep it 1000% and I tell him exactly how I'm feeling. I tell him everything and he that's what he wants because he doesn't expect you to do it without him. He knows that it's difficult. God wants to be needed. He wants you to want him. He wants you to need him. He wants to fight your battles, honestly. So he's going to give you that strength. He's going to literally download or just drop whatever it is that you need in your spirit to, to pick you back up and keep going. I literally experienced it last night too, by the way, guys. So um, yeah, while I'm praying, you know, I just have to get out of my flesh, uh, Sorry, y'all. I'm trying to follow these notes, but I'm kind of, I think the Lord is speaking through me because uh, my, everything is like not going the way it was supposed to go. (laughs) So in those moments too, I wanted to say when I go running to God about and complaining about my husband, you know, God would tell me to pray for my husband. Or he'll tell me to do something nice for my husband. And or he'll tell me to go back and apologize to my husband. And apologizing to my husband is probably the hardest thing out of the three. Out of doing something nice and praying. Apologizing is the one I just don't. Like I'm still like, ugh. Like I'll do it. But I'm like, ugh, at first. And you know, to be honest. It, like I said, it doesn't feel good, but you you know, when you do that, if you try it, it like washes away the anger, the bitterness, the unforgiveness, and the pride. Ultimately, it's pride, which is why you don't want to apologize, okay? But humbling yourself, just God, he will do it, like for real. And I know that it's only him, because I know me. You know, the only reason why I'm a new version of me is because I'm literally living by my spirit, like by the Holy Spirit. I'm letting the Holy Spirit lead me. But yeah, that is literally the only reason why that's happening. So again, you guys, if you feel frustrated, you feel like it's getting hard, just pray. Just trust him. Cry out to him. Keep it real. He will lift you. He will lift you up. I don't even know how he does it. I don't even know how he does it. 
but I I feel so much better afterwards. <laughs> I do, okay? But um yes, so you guys, we need to just refocus on the mission. We need to focus on the ministry, the purpose of the season that we're in. God is, doesn't want you to just drop just watch, drop drop your your marriage and just keep it pushing and just run into happily ever after cuz that's what your girl wanted to do just say you know what i tried i did x y and z nothing's working so now on to the next now for i need to look for a new husband god's like no okay let's focus on this let's try to um save our spouses and save our family so i encourage you guys to seek god and allow him to direct you on how to handle the situations you know um you know, back when I was popping off at the mouth or even sometimes now, if I slip up, it really just adds stress and drama. Uh, when you, well, when I go to God, I feel weak. I feel like I lost a battle or something like that, but it's really not. It's really not because God says, what does he say? Like in your weakness, his strength is made perfect. I don't know if I quoted that right, but when we're like low or when we feel weak, that is when God is super strong. Like that is when he comes through. Okay. Um, another thing I forgot to mention is that even though it doesn't look like anything's working behind the scenes, God's hand is moving. He's literally doing something, even though you cannot see it. The enemy wants us to focus on what we see in front of us. The enemy wants you to focus on what it looks like, because if he can get you distracted, if he can get you, uh, if he can tear you down that way, then you're not going to do any, any of the other things. You're not going to pray. You're not going to do anything because it's like, what is the point? But we have to like really refocus and look to God and say, you know what, Lord, this is for you. (laughs) Truly, this is for you. Uh, Making the decision to represent Jesus doesn't mean that things will necessarily go your way. It just means that you'll have grace either way it goes. Okay, Um, we have to put our full trust in God and know that the changes we face in our marriage is not for nothing because that's not that's not God's character. Okay, the God uh, also God said the enemy meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. So let's just change our perspectives. Uh, Let's say yes to the calling of being a husband or a wife for the unbelieving spouse. Okay. That's pretty much it. I'm going to say this last thing uh, to keep it black and white, you guys. You know, even though this marriage doesn't feel like what would be of God, we have to trust that if we are doing all that we know and we have a pure heart, God will bless us. God will bless the marriage. He will restore the marriage, okay? So the season that we're in right now, it won't be like this forever, okay? So in my next uh, recording is going to be the uh, prayer for this uh, marriage, the restoration for the ministry, all that good stuff. So thank you guys for listening. I hope I didn't ramble too much. Um, I'd like to... my goal is to do this like I'm talking to a friend I try not to do it like scripted 
Um, but I know like I could just talk, 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 and then be completely off topic. So I'm trying to just learn to have self-control and to stay focused, but you guys bear with me. This is the only second recording. I'm going to get better. Pray for your girl. So stay encouraged. Um, thank you guys for listening. Have a good one. Bye.